Welcome to PwC IFRS Talks, your source of all things IFRS, technical accounting matters, business issues, current standard setting and regulatory updates. I'm your host, Ruth Preedy. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at the future of reporting. I feel like I need a bit of music. Or get a crystal ball out. Yeah, it's very exciting. And I'm joined by the lovely Marco Sullivan. Welcome back, Mark. Thank you very much for having me. And recently, you brought out a very exciting report called Reporting Reboot, which, as I think I've mentioned to you before, I read that as Reporting Robot, which I would like. <laughs> Probably I'd like, yes. I'd and. like it changed yeah, exactly. to. Copyright Ruth. Um, and it's all around how technology is transforming reporting. And um, so before we get into the detail, could you give us a little bit of background about what led you to write it? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I think at one level, I mean, technology is disrupting um, every walk of life. But having been involved in the reporting agenda and, and theoretically debates about the future of reporting, um, today's reporting model felt relatively immune to that dynamic. Most of the talk was still around what companies report. Yes, companies have dabbled with um, the racy end of reporting, like, like PDFs and, and, and websites and, and maybe info, infographics. But it was, you know, the discussion was still what companies report and when rather than how they report it and to whom. And I, I think that at one level fascinated me also, I suppose, you know, slightly. I know nothing about technology, so I thought it would be an interesting way to find out about it. You know a lot now. Well, more <laughs> from a low base. <laughs> I love an interactive PDF. Yeah, don't exactly. get rid of that. <laughs> um, so what are some of the technology trends that you talk about in the report? Yeah, I think that, that, that we were dipping our toes in, in uh, toe into the sort of murky waters of technology. So we didn't want to do a deep dive. We wanted to just sort of understand various different technologies. So we sort of skimmed across you know, the, the traditional ones. IXBRL, blockchain, data visualisation, natural language technologies. And we just started to sort of understand how some of that is being either used today or could change reporting in the future. So we were looking at things like how machine learning can access and analyse great swathes of data and, and, and sort of how XBRL might help tag various different data points and, and help that process, as well as how things like blockchain might affect the transfer of data and therefore the um, confidence in the quality of the data. Those sort of things we were just looking at. And one of the things that like, I love in the report, and I quote, it says, <laughs> um, data is at the heart of the change. And like working on some of this internally, PC, like this to me is like fundamental that everything is down to the data. Yes. Um, again, can you expand a little bit more on that? Because we've had the concept of big data for a while. Yeah, so. it's been around for a, for a long while. And I think what we're, what we're starting to see, to see is technology. Um, I keep saying emerge, and then when I talk to the guys that are focused on technology, they say it's already here. So, yeah. But I'll, I'll keep using the phrase, and then they can... But this, the technology is sort of here to allow us to analyse, access and analyse that data far more than, than we've seen. So we've got quite a rigid regulatory reporting framework um, but what we're starting to see and, and hear is that investors and analysts are accessing great swathes of data to inform their investment decisions so they're still relying on the traditional data but they're looking at things like they're accessing or buying access to, to the sort of footfall data 
that comes out of the geolocation, yeah. you know, shenanigans you. that goes on in your mobiles. They're tracking you all so the tracking, Exactly, Big Brother <laughs> is watching, and therefore they're able to f- almost forecast before companies report footfall data on stores. Well, that's you know, transformation, which just means that you know they could, they're almost in a position to understand it and forecast a company's performance before they've even reported, and then use the reported information as a way of corroborating at this stage. And, and as you start to unpick a lot of this, you recognise that actually companies' reported information will remain important, but its relative importance is going to continue to decline over time, and data is at the heart of that. A bit of data. My footfall data, I think, would be in and out of a coffee shop. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> the four, yeah. coffee shops or the forecast of them would be going yeah. through the roof. Um, so you mentioned at the beginning, like the, what the traditional reporting yeah. model is sort of at, at the moment has hidden hidden itself a little bit. And what is being challenged there? Well, I think I think it's the reliance on it, the waiting for that information that, that is beginning to decline. I mean, we, we spoke to an investor. That kind of at the back of you know back of a fag packet sort of analysis said well actually we used to rely pretty much predominantly on the sort of company reporting to us at, a, at set points during the year and now we probably rely on that sort of seventy percent of our analysis is based on that but you fast forward five years so we went out and talked to investors and investors said well in five years we're you know it's going to be down at sort of 20 percent and actually it's going to be far more about real time and data and and using multiple sources of which company source data is just one yeah and okay so you mentioned there um so you think the the using the annual report i suppose potentially will go smaller and you mentioned their live data yeah like do you think there's a time when we might actually have like live up-to-date information all the time on a company and people could just like rather than the annual report i think the jury i mean i, I think undoubtedly we're moving to that world if you think about you know you know data is available in all things we do you know or more and more of the things we do and i suppose that will only you know continue to to, to, to grow in terms of the, the data that's available so i think where we stand the, the, the forecast is absolutely does it need to be all the data all the time? I think if you talk to a number of uh, users of that information, there's some information they want on a more regular basis, yeah. but other information they just want updated as and you know as and when. Yeah. It's not they don't expect it sort of regular. So I, th- I don't think it's a all data, yeah. all available all the time. I think what we'll start to see is certain data points um, will be expected to be available on a faster, sort of more routine, real time. They don't want their deferred tax and make daily. Well, who does? <laughs> Tony <Totally developed>. Well, <laughs> Okay, so you also said there that um, analysts will use these wide mm-hmm. data sources and all this, lots and lots of data. Obviously, the big issue or discussion point here is how do we trust all this data and this live data that we potentially start using? Yeah, I mean, it's an ongoing challenge, you know, and one that as a profession we need to ask ourselves, you know, do are we in the future going to be auditing the, the, the data or are we going to be auditing the algorithms that produce the data? I think technology itself is going to help uh, help users trust data more. I mean, we're already starting to see you know, the views of the crowd allowing people to actually gain confidence in some of the information that's produced. So, you know, if it's by getting people to comment on data or, or accessing it from multiple sources, I think that will lend itself... 
you've got the concept, I suppose, of unconscious bias. So if you get machines to actually analyse the data and produce, as, as some um, brokers already do, producing the reports, if they start to produce or write information that doesn't feel right, doesn't look right, doesn't sound right, then that may, or, you know, that may already start to signal that there's an issue with the underlying data as it is. But again, then you get into the whole ethical nature of AI and how do you make sure that that unconscious bias doesn't actually permeate through the programming of, of, of the systems as well. So, I mean, it's a minefield out yeah, there. Yes. And, but I think what, you know, trust is going to have to be built in this information. I think it's going to come from various different sources, not just us as, as auditors, as, uh, us as accountants. Yeah, yeah, big, like, all trust is at the heart of all, well, data's at the heart of all of us and then we need to trust it. Okay, really helpful. So uh, coming towards the end, if companies are listening thinking, okay, so what? What should I be thinking about now? Have you got any sort of tips of what they should be doing? Yeah, I mean, I think change is inevitable. I think we need to front up to that. They don't don't just rip up their animals. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, that's still got to happen. It will for a number of years. But I I think what what we've heard is that change is coming and arguably it's sooner than than a lot of people think. I mean, you know, I think all players in the reporting world stand up and, and take notice of that and I think regulators themselves need to be more, far more proactive in thinking about how they create a regulatory framework in, in, that, in a different environment but for companies specifically I think in order to sort of they need to keep up with technolo- yeah. technological developments I always struggle to say that mm-hmm. I think they need to begin to be more of a two to think about two-way communication gone are the days where they control the tap of information from them to the users um, you know, users are using multiple sources, and so companies need to be more proactive at listening at what's being said about them. Um, proactive in terms of putting information out there. They need to not try and manage their story. I think they need to be recognise that things will be said about them, and they need to be responsive. I think they need to think about in the world various audiences. I mean, I think there's a big push. You know, IHPL is being talked about and being you know machine readable information, but we still got to recognize there are humans out there so that balance between machine and human readable needs to happen and they need to as i say to be to be authentic be accountable and and build processes to that sort of avoid that unconscious bias in the way that they analyze assess and then communicate information i think that's at the heart of it will will help them build trust in the future brilliant thank you i could talk about this all day i think we come to the end of our time so do join us again soon and the name to reporting uh, robot. Robot, I will. Uh, I'll go back and do that now. I am the yeah. reporting robot. Just did a slight little robot dance there. You did. It was kind of, well, it, it wasn't, wasn't really, no. just, just my arms. <laughs> this is my Good for the radio. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, thank you, Mark, for joining us. Uh, I've been your host, Ruth Preedy. Uh, to find the report, is it on pwc.com? It is indeed. Brilliant. So find it on pwc.com. Happy accounting. The preceding programme was brought to you by PricewaterhouseCoopers LLP. This content is for general information purposes and is not a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.